630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Western Hockey League tonight. Oil Kings at Hitman 1-1 with six minutes left in the first period in the NHL. We have the Rangers and Coyotes scoreless late in the first, late in the second period. Chicago now up 3-1 on Washington. at his 15th, Ovechkin his 21st. Both those guys scoring on the power play tonight. A little bit later on, it'll be the Kraken taking on the Ducks, Oilers, and Blue Jackets tomorrow at Rogers Place. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Uh, a lot of Oilers talk about their... Uh, slump that they've been experiencing we'll see if they can crack out of it tomorrow against the blue jackets i am pleased to welcome back to the show a man who is staying with the edmonton elks a two-year extension today so through the 2023 season it is defensive back aaron grimes checking in aaron welcome back to inside sports how are you doing i'm doing great man thanks for having me back on it is uh very nice to talk to you Uh, so first of all the Tell me about the, the desire to stay with the Elks. Tough year. Um, I, I'm not even sure who you negotiated the contract with because they don't have a general manager. Maybe that's a story in and of, of itself. But I know when we talked earlier, you were really excited about coming back to Edmonton. Just tell me how you're feeling now with this decision to stay put. Uh, I feel great, man. You know, this is one of the biggest reasons why I decided to come back to Edmonton. You know, uh, obviously, I trust the organization and the decisions that they're going to make moving forward. Um, to get things back where we deserve to be and where the fans, you know, deserve to be. Um, but I made this decision because you know, I believe in the organization. You know, I signed so I can continue to play for Edmonton, continue to play for those fans, and continue to be in this city that I love, man. So to me, it was kind of a no-brainer, you know, when they reached out and asked if I was interested, you know, uh, I said, absolutely, I am. So let's try to get something done as soon as possible. All right. Well, good you're coming back. Obviously, it was a tough season, and I know we talked um, as it was kind of in progress, and, and we touched on some of the storylines and, and things that way. I, I want to ask you this. So the the season ends, you guys have the game in Vancouver, and then like three or four days later, the, the coach is gone, the GM is gone, and the, and the team president is gone. As a player, how do you sort of roll with that? What's going through your mind when you see the organization dismiss you know, three prominent people like that. You know, it's it's unfortunate because obviously uh, two of them I knew um, and got to know very well. Um, but uh, it's also the nature of the business, man. You know, we didn't have a good season. And um, I was surprised at the decision and the timing of it. But I also understand it. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, when you're not producing on the field and, and you're not selling tickets, then, you know, business decisions have to be made. And, uh, you know, it was kind of funny because I was actually driving home when I found it out. So I had 12 hours to just sit and, and digest that by myself in a car. So I did a lot of thinking on it. And um, at the end of the day, I understand the, de- the uh, decision that was made. And um, I think it was, you know, the, de- the decision was made, you know, with the best interest of the team um, in mind. And if that's the case, then, you know, we got to move on and we got we to gotta focus on next year. Yeah. The, the season end for you, with you guys playing those three games in seven days, what was that like? Can you kind of take me through it? Oh, man, that was tough. I'm not going to lie to you. That was tough. First game was fine. You know, second game, you know, you, 
kind of grind through it, but you definitely. I remember the first quarter, I was looking over at some of my teammates, and I was like, man, I think I have ankle weights on. Like, this is tough. And obviously, the third game, you know, you just compound that onto it. So, you know, your typical after game soreness um, after that third game, you know, that was about a week's worth of soreness that, uh, you know, I had to had to take some time to get over. Yeah. Okay. Aaron Grimes, Elks defensive back, joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Did you watch the Grey Cup? Of course I watched the Great Cup. I'm a, I'm a CFL fan for life. <laughs> yeah, well, any impressions of the game or the Bombers winning again? Man, I thought it was a great game. Um, obviously, the, the Bombers, they deserved it. They earned it. Um, you know, they were the best team, you know, from week one to the end of the Great Cup. And uh, and they proved it, man. But I was just more so glad that the, the game played out the way it did, you know, for not having football for a whole year and then being able to get an overtime game in the championship. That was I mean, you couldn't write that up any better than it was. So, uh, you know, hats off to both of those teams and obviously to the Bombers for being back-to-back Great Cup champs. Do you get uh, caught up in any of the armchair coach decisions like the Hamilton giving up the this, this, this single point or, <laughs> you know, the, the decisions <laughs> with the wind and the coin toss? Are you sitting on your couch uh, thinking along with some of that type of stuff? Oh, I absolutely, you know, get caught up in it uh, a little bit, but it also makes me laugh a little bit to hear, you know, just from an outside perspective, you know, and see it from a from a different light. Um, but, I mean, those guys are obviously in positions that I'm not even in, so who am I to tell them that they're making the right or the wrong call? It's easy for me to say when it all plays out and I get to say, oh, well, that was dumb or, oh, that was smart. You know what I mean? All right. Well, it was it turned to turn out to be a pretty exciting game for sure. The the Bombers have had their rally and all that kind of fun stuff with with the Great Cup, so they are enjoying that. Well, how, I assume you're watching a lot of uh, NFL as well. Um, coming into the last few games of the season, there, do you, I'll put you on the spot here. Do, do you have a Super Bowl pick or do you have a dark horse? Oh, ooh, I do not have a dark horse, but I just don't see uh, how Tom Brady and the Bucks don't win. Again, to be honest, I mean, that dude, if they say Father Time's undefeated, but I'm starting to think that Father Time might might have his hands full with this one. <laughs> He's going to lose to Tom Brady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's perfect. So where, where are you spending your time right now? And, and do you have a plan? If you're not in Edmonton, do you already kind of have it all mapped out when you're going to come back? Or how does this work for you now? Oh, absolutely. Um, so I'm in uh, Moscow, Idaho right now, um, enjoying some downtime with the wife and girls. Uh, but, you know, me and the wife actually have had, you know, quite a few long conversations about making Edmonton home year-round um, until I'm ready to uh, hang the cleats up. And then after that, hopefully have, you know, something within the organization post-career. And um, that was a big decision on coming back and being at Edmonton. And, and so I hope that all works out. So, you know, if we get there late spring of this year, and uh, we just we just don't leave after that. <laughs> well, I, I know people love to hear that. It's it's always cool when when athletes wind up settling here. So I assume you you know you own a snow snow shovel, or you're going to invest in a snowblower or something like that. <laughs> I do own a snow shovel. We get a little bit of snow here in Moscow, but that ice and that that temperature that'll definitely be a shock, man. But I've talked to guys, you know. The Gizmos, you know, the Ryan King and the Calvins, you know, the Ed Herbies, you know, people who are there year-round, and 
they said it's not too bad. You know, it's something you can get used to. So uh, I'm excited for it. I just got to make sure I layer up. All right. Well, that's uh, that's cool to hear you're making those plans. That's uh, that's awesome, man. Well, thanks for fitting me in, in in what is your off season. And I know you're trying to catch up on some family time, but congratulations on the on the new deal. I'm sure we'll be talking as we move along here and all the best, Darren. I really appreciate it. Hey, man, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate having me on your show again. Right on. That is Aaron Grimes checking in defensive back for the uh, Edmonton Elks, who didn't wait. He decided to sign the extension. Loves Edmonton, and you heard him say it. He uh, coming back in the spring and probably staying. That's the that's the decision. They want to make Edmonton the uh, the permanent home for the Grimes family. So that is pretty cool. Glad to see that he is coming back. And we await other Elks news here as we move along. GM, coach, president. A lot of speculation. Chris Jones, even Mike O'Shea's name came up at some point. Uh, Jim Barker, Dave Dickinson. You heard Blake Dermott talking earlier in this week that he said uh, he didn't sound like he was too bullish on Barker, but the other guys certainly interesting. I guess with Chris Jones, you'd have to get some commitment that he he would stick around, uh, hopefully for longer than a couple of years, like he did in his first tenure here. Was here in fourteen and fifteen as the coach, and then went to be uh, went to be the GM and coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, but probably something, well, maybe we get something next week from the Edmonton Elks even. Obviously, we'll have it all for you here on 6.30, Chet. We will, uh, we're going to do something here with Cougar Boxing next. I'm really looking forward to this story. Uh, great local club, obviously. They got a big event coming up on Saturday. That's next on Inside Sports. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Samuel Hager. Oh, Kellen knows when to bring it up. There we go. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm happy to profile here uh, Cougar Boxing. We're going to welcome a couple gentlemen to the show. They have their basement brawl coming back on Saturday at 6 9425109A Avenue. Alberta Jerez is the head coach at Cougar Boxing. Alberta, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How you doing? Doing very well. And Ritas Wheaton it's is actually, one of the boxers. It's, it's actually Alberto. <laughs> Alberto. Well, I, yeah. I I don't know if I can get the role in there, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll do the, I'll do the best I can, Alberto. And uh, Ritas Wheaton is on the line as well. Ritas, how are you? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Did I get you guys in the middle of uh, of sparring here? Are you at the club or what's going on? Yeah, we're at the club. We're doing uh, some, you know, some last minute uh, preparation for the his big fight coming up this weekend. Okay. Well, I want to before I get into that, Alberto. What is uh, what the significance of having the basement brawl back this Saturday? First of all, tell tell us about it. Uh, it's uh, it's actually. Uh, we do we do these shows every year, right? And uh, and we always uh, bring somebody somebody big out to fight readers because it's really hard to get this kid uh, some opponents, right? And and it just so happened that the the the, the guy that that lives in Ireland, the the 2019 uh, uh, youth national champ lives in Edmonton, and he called me up and said, hey, I got I got a fighter. It's actually my son lives in Ireland, trains in Ireland, and I'm perfect, man. Perfect weight, everything was perfect, and uh, yeah, so this is it. And then how many fights in all are there going to be? There's going to be about 18, 18 bouts, 
18 pounds. So they start at six. They, they, they range from uh, uh, 89 pounds to super heavyweight. And, of course, the main event will be Redis Wheaton and Connor. Okay. And, and Redis, what uh, weight uh, category are you in? Uh, I fight at 125. 125. How old are you? Uh, I'm 17. I uh, just turned 17 in August. Just turned 17. So how long have you been boxing? Uh, I've been boxing since I was 11, so around six or seven years. And uh, how did you get into it? Uh, it's actually a funny story. Um, my friends found some of uh, my dad's old boxing gloves, and they decided we were going to start a fight club in my basement. And uh, my dad caught me and asked me if I wanted to get put into boxing. Oh, wow. So your dad was a boxer then? Uh, yeah, my dad was a boxer. Now, was he unhappy with the fight club? Uh, yeah, he was unhappy. He didn't want us doing it. <laughs> okay. And did you join Cougars straight away? Yeah, yeah. Cougars was the uh, first gym I ever joined and the only gym I'll ever train for. Okay, and, and was Alberto your first coach? Uh, no, my first coach was um, Rick. Okay. Uh, Alberto, what has allowed Reedus to separate and become as good as he is? Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a he's a machine. Like the, you, you tell this kid to do something, he does it. He's one of the only ones that's never uh, complained. He's actually in our club right now. He's like the only kid that never complains about anything. Like you got you get him to do eight rounds of sparring, he's doing his eight rounds of sparring, plus the drills, plus the pad work, and not one word comes out of this kid except for thank you and we'll see you see you tomorrow <laughs> so Rita, how many days a week do you train uh, i train around six uh six days a week and how many hours at a time uh three or four okay and i assume you're in high school as well yeah, yeah, yeah i'm in my last year what school do you go to uh, i go to jasper place and do your friends know that you're a boxer uh yeah all my close friends know that i'm a boxer yeah okay <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty cool. Do you do you remember your first ever official bout and and how did it go? Uh, my first bout, uh, it, it was really nerve wracking. Um, I ended up stopping the kid in the first round, uh, so it was a good experience. And how old were you at the time then? Uh, I think I, I was still eleven. I I fought uh, my first two months of training, I think. Oh, so you jumped right in. All right. And did, yeah. like, did you ever have any reservations about it? Like uh, any fears? Uh, we obviously talked about your dad. Or was anybody in your life discouraging you from doing it? Like, how did that go? No, no, no. Everyone was really supportive uh, about me boxing. I was never okay. like, put away from me, you know? Yeah. Okay. So what, so what title do you hold now? What's the championship? Um, I'm the 2019 National Champ of Canada. Uh, right now okay awesome stuff uh alberto how many uh, how many people now are training out of cougar uh we got a we got around uh it, it varies right sometimes we got a we got a full 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 night of like maybe 15 to 18 kids and then uh, and then there's nights where there's uh, uh 12 kids right but the, the the regular ones are here every night which is okay. around that yeah eight kids yeah how how did COVID affect you guys? I assume, like everything else, not positively. Well, COVID affected not just us, everybody, right? Like 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 you heard what he said. He was 2019 uh, uh, junior national champ, and then uh, and then 20 nothing happened. Everything was shut down, and 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 20, right? So we he couldn't couldn't figure out who would be the the best in Canada, and then uh, and then trying to keep him keep him uh, uh, busy, right? With the boxing was really hard as well, too, right? 
Yeah, I bet. Okay. So, uh, now, just in turn, now, Cougar is what? It's over 50 years old now, right? I think 52 years. 50, 52 50, years. Yeah, it's been, 52 it's years, yeah. Strong. So, what, yeah, give me actually, a little bit Rick, of the history of it. The, the guy that he was talking about, Rick, Rick Cooper, a, a great guy, uh, uh, he was telling me stories about uh, uh, before it was Cougars, it was, uh, it was uh, I think he said something about Boys and, Boys and Girls Club, or, and then uh, and then from what he was telling me, then Paul Horty came in, right? I, I came in later, like, I was around when Larry was around, right? Like, I, I started, like, in 90, 93, but I was in and out of the gym, right? In and out of the gym. Alberta, do you have to battle uh, against any, um, you know, stigma about boxing? You know, it's one of those sports where some people have decided it's it's too dangerous and blows to the oh, head. Oh yeah, we 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 get that we get that all the time from parents, right? But uh, I mean, there's there's no way to sugarcoat it, right? Like it's a it, it's it's a hurt business, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I I tell the I tell the parents, right? Like they're gonna get hit no matter what, whether they're doing the hitting or or they're getting hit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, it, it, yeah, it is hard. It is hard. But, you know, my parents are supportive, right? I don't think I've had a, a, a parent. Uh, I mean, I've had parents worry about their child getting in there, but they see their kids loving it, right? So. And, and Ritas, where do you want to go with And I know you're focused on Saturday, but where do you want to go with it? Is this something you want to do professionally and make a career out of? Uh, yeah, I'm hoping to turn um, pro at a high school, uh, but we'll see where that if it happens at the time. But I want to be a world champ. You want to be awesome, man. I love yeah. to hear that. You want to be a world champ. Well, I hope you can do it. I mean, we got a world champ at Edmonton already with uh, Jelena Mergenovich. I mean, you know, Scotty Olson is from Edmonton. Uh, Willie mm-hmm. DeWitt's from Grand Prairie. We've had some great boxers, obviously, in Edmonton and Alberta. So I think you're next on the list. What would you say is the the most important thing that boxing has kind of you know added to your life or just taught you about yourself maybe um well i wasn't really confident when i was a kid uh i'd say boxing gave me a lot of confidence but it really helped with that good stuff okay well read us all the best this week sir what's the name of the young man you're taking on uh connor okay connor damien Connell, Connell, Damien. Okay, awesome. And is that going to be the the last fight, Alberto? Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the main event. Okay, so that'll doors be, open at five thirty. Action, and is can people just come? Is there a little bit of a cost to get in? How does it work? Yeah, it's twenty five dollars to get in. Um, I mean, it, it's going to get packed quick. So once it gets packed, then then it'll be hard to to get. You won't be able to get in, right? Okay, and this is the it's at the Boys and Girls Club, right? On the corner of ninety yeah. fifth and one oh nine A, if people are aren't sure. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, yeah. It's right in that little Illy. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Hey, well thanks for filling us in. I hope it goes great. Alberto, you're doing a great job coaching. Read us, go get him, man. All right, thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Have a good night. Right on. Alberto Jerez, head coach, Cougar Boxing. Rita Sweeten checking in. Twenty nineteen champ. Now getting back at it in 2021. Great to catch up with them. Oilers tomorrow. Bob Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2. Face-off show at 5.30, game at 7. They'll try to snap the L6 against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Dave Campbell is the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer this evening. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. 
630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.